everyone, it's Leanne from the Alberta Motorcycle Safety Society and welcome to Think Bike, a podcast about all things motorcycle and the voice of motorcycle safety and awareness in Alberta. We will talk about everything from tips and myths on gear, maintenance, techniques, education, and so much more with our very informed guests. So thank you for tuning in. On today's podcast, we are going to be discussing a subject that maybe some of you don't know about, and that's kind of what to do in an injury collision from a legal standpoint. And to help us with that is our longtime corporate member, Steve Grover from Grover Law Firm. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank you for asking me to join you today. I am going to start out first with what got you into riding and what are you riding now? Uh, Well, what got me into riding, my dad was a rider. Um, He loved Yamaha. So, you know, his, his uh, motorcycle choice, like beer choice, was Yamaha. And then, you know, as a young boy growing up in Alberta, you know, you wanted a dirt bike like everybody else. So, you know, we'd have little trips out to McLean Creek. We had some friends that had a ranch on Springbrook, Spring, Springbank area. You know, we'd go out and ride. And then eventually, you know, uh, you get old enough, you can get your class six when you're 16 in Alberta and you hit the streets. And so, you're just in love with riding all around, right? Yeah, I mean, it's one of my main uh, activities. I mean, uh, hobbies outside work, you know, I have to keep myself sane. So obviously you have to have some hobbies in life. And I like, I love the movies. And unfortunately with uh, COVID-19, there's no movie theaters open now. But, you know, in the summertime, I ride my motorcycle. And obviously being so close to Banff, uh, you know, living in Calgary, we're an hour away. Obviously skiing is my winter activity. You and I are very similar, minus the skiing part, because I'm all about going to movies and riding my bikes. But winter, okay. I, I hibernate. What are some of your favorite types of brands of motorcycles? Because I know you have a few. Yeah, I mean, I, I like all bikes. I mean, Japanese bikes have had some Kawasaki's. Um, you know, obviously up there, I mean, I love Ducati. I mean, fortunately for me, Audi bought them out. So now they're more reliable than years before. Um, you know, Triumph has always got a, a nice uh, retro look to it, especially being attached to Steve McQueen. I mean, I remember watching those movies growing up with my father. My dad was a huge Steve McQueen fan, and he used to ride the Triumphs. And then, you know, reliability, you got to go always go with BMW. Aesthetically, they're not the best looking bikes, but I mean, they're like a tank. They won't break, you know, but they're all good bikes out there. Well, I was happy that you reached out to me earlier in the year on advice about the 1200 scrambler that you picked up this year. Have you gotten it out a lot and are you enjoying it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I got about 2000 kilometers on it and it's a different kind of bike. And um, the XC is more of a street version and um, I like it because it's easy to flip around and, you know, you can look pretty cool wearing the adventure stuff with it. Um, but I, I honestly, uh, I've been watching some videos on YouTube, getting ready for the new biking season. And I think I'm going to trade it in one day for an XE, uh, more of an off-roading bike. So I saw a video about two guys going from LA to Baja and they're going through the Mexican deserts. And then they hit the beaches in Baja and look pretty cool. They had two XEs. They got it from a Triumph dealer in LA. So probably, uh, you know, XE will run, run its time pretty soon. That sounds like so much fun. Okay, so let's talk a little business here. Um, we've Grover has been involved with AMSS for quite a while now, and I know that supporting riders in every way possible means a lot to you. 
tell me a little bit about how Grover supports motorcycle riders, especially in an injury situation. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, we deal with injury cases and honestly, I, I'd rather not people come in my, my office after being in a motorcycle accident. And unfortunately, you know, have a motorcycle versus a truck or a car, you know, who's going to probably lose out as a motorcyclist. Um, and, uh, you know, there, there's also the giving back to the community, obviously supporting AMSS as a corporate sponsor. We're actively involved with One Broken Biker with Ashley Atkins, uh, donating a bike every year so they can raise funds to help injured riders. Um, I, I think it's always important to give back to the community, especially if you enjoy it. A lot of people are sort of like, what can people do for me? Uh, but my parents always taught me life is a two-way street. Make sure you give as much as you get, sort of, and make sure you sometimes maybe give more away than you get, you know. And that's a great philosophy to have. And I think that's where you come from, the heart with everything that you do for the community. Same with all the volunteering and stuff like that. When somebody is in a collision and they're injured, what are the steps that they should take um, to contact you and get that kind of ball rolling on that side? Well, I mean, first of all, I think the most important thing is if you're in an accident, make sure you get medical attention. That's number one. I mean, my dad was a doctor and, you know, people don't believe in COVID. Unfortunately, you know what? It is real. And, you know, I've been very careful with, you know, going to work and coming home. And by the end of the day, get that medical attention. Go If the EMS doesn't show up, go to the doctor, go to the hospital. I mean, you got to take care of your body. I mean, unfortunately, if your bike is written off, I mean, it can be replaced, but your body is, you know, if it's not... It's if it can't get repaired or you know, it can't recover from the injuries, that's be long lasting. Uh, obviously, you know, nowadays with cell phones, uh, if you're cognizant enough to take photos, you know, take out your camera, take photos of the bike, the, the accident scene, the other driver, exchange information with the other driver who caused the accident, and obviously, um, call the police, call 911. I mean, it's really hard because sometimes, you know. You're on a bike and you get hit by somebody, you're knocked out. I've seen a lot of clients come in here, multiple fractures, and the last thing they're thinking of, you know, they're waking up in the, ho in the hospital, the next next memory they have. So, But those are the most important things is get medical treatment, call 911, get the information of the other driver. And, you know, when you're settled and, you know, you want to talk to someone like me, a lawyer, to look at what your legal rights are, I mean, that can be down the road, but immediately your health is your main concern and, and making sure... You can witnesses and pictures are really important too. Perfect. Now we had talked a little bit about something off the show a little while ago. Um, I grew up in Saskatchewan and Saskatchewan is a no fault insurance province. This will be our one political statement for this. Yeah. Um, Alberta is from what I understand, looking at moving to a no fault insurance. What does that change in a collision scenario when it comes to a legal like responsibility for taking care of somebody that you injured in a collision? Well, I mean, honestly, to put a present perspective on what no fault is, I'll let you know, May 1st, 2021, seven days ago, BC went no fault. Um, you know, and what happens is say you go up to radium just for a quick ride up to the radium to the hot springs and some guy or some lady comes out and T-bones you in your motorcycle and you fracture your leg and fracture uh, your cervical and you got a brain injury, you can't sue. That means you have no legal rights for compensation against the other 
uh, tort fees are the person that caused the accident. And I mean, that's ramifications for long-term disability. Uh, who's going to take care of you, uh, not only physically for your injuries, but also compensation in the future too. So essentially what it does, it takes your, your legal right away to sue the wrongdoer who caused the accident. BC is a prime example. You go yeah, to BC, yeah. And Saskatchewan has been that way yeah. my whole life. So is there somewhere people can go to contact their government, the provincial government, to express their concerns about no fault? Yeah, I think the best thing is just contact your local MLA. I mean, if you are concerned about your legal rights taken away and your ability to have compensation, uh, I mean, the best thing is to contact your MLA and voice your concerns with his or her office. Okay, so we talked a bit about business stuff because, you know, it's important for riders to know where they can get help once they have gotten all their medical needs taken care of. Let's get back to fun stuff because I know you're really passionate about riding. Mm -hmm. What are some of your most favorite places that you have ridden already? Uh, I'd have to say Colombia. That was one heck, heck of an interesting country to go down to. Uh, there's a great, uh, we went down to Cali, Colombia, and uh, uh, there's a great company down there. It's owned by a Danish gentleman who married a Colombian woman, and it's called Motolobia. I highly recommend it. He's a very personal guy. I know financially he's having problems right now because of COVID. Um, and there's, he's giving serious deals. But uh, a lot of people, you know, obviously there's the Escobar, the drug trade thing in Colombia. But, you know, the people are fantastic. The food is not as good as Mexican food. I'll tell you, it's pretty dry. Their beer is good, but the riding's amazing. Um, and especially like off-roading and you get in that jungle. We, we did some jungle riding on just uh, small uh, motocross bikes, but then we also did some riding on big GS BMWs, which, which is a mistake. If you go to Colombia or South America, don't get a 1250, get like a 750 GS or a Triumph 900 Tiger. So it was awesome down there. The weather's great. People are great. Uh, and they, they want people to come down there because of, you know, the Cali cartel and the Medellin cartel has, you know, put a bad ramification on Colombia. So I'd highly recommend Colombia. Where is somewhere that you are dreaming to get to, to ride? Uh, well, I mean, there's a couple of countries. Number one, I'd like to see Iran. There is a motorcycle tour I know of. It's a 30 day tour. It'd just be interesting to go see the Persian uh, you know, the Persian Empire, the old history there. Um, I know people say, oh, you're going to go to Iran, the Ayatollah, the crazies. I mean, I mean, I'm always open to seeing new countries and cultures. Uh, I've done Hawaii. I've done Miami. For me, Iran would be interesting. And then, you know, I've always told Ashley, like, I love to drive up and down the French Riviera. I mean, that would be kind of cool. Go down to Marseille. Uh, Go, to, go into Costa de Sol in Spain. That would be interesting too. But Iran would probably be number one. But it's a long tour. It's a 30-day tour. It'd be very interesting to see Iranians. The culture, the food, and also the, the geography looks amazing when you look at it on the internet. Spain is on my high list of somewhere to go. I have a friend who has the exact same bike I have over there. So I have right. a, an invite and probably south of France as well. So that whole area totally is up my alley as well. Mm -hmm. um, I just wanted to, on behalf of the motorcycle community, 
thank you personally, Steve, for everything that you have done. I know you give away a ton of bikes, like every year you, you recently gave away one, uh, to a 20, it was a, uh, dream bike giveaway. Can you tell mm-hmm. me a little bit about that one before we tie up this show? Cause like I said, this is something you do every year, but the dream bike giveaway was a different yeah. twist. Yeah. And that was something that I had, uh, you know, obviously one broken bike, we support them with donating a Harley Davidson every year to them. And, um, but I thought, you know, you know, growing up in Alberta, we're getting battered here economically. Uh, people are losing their job. The oil, oil sands are always getting, you know, politically incorrect. It's not right to buy Alberta oil. The price of oil has gone down now hitting with COVID. I mean, Alberta unfortunately has got the highest unemployment rate since 1982, which is scary. Um, so, you know, seeing this happen in March and April last year, I came to Ash and said, hey, why don't we do a dream bike, uh, more so a giveaway where, you know, you're going to qualify for the bike if you're an Alberta resident, you've got a class six and tell us your story because life is, you know, life is not uh, perfect. You have your good days, you have your bad days. And I, I, we wanted to hear from many people and, you know, see who had something that happened bad in their life and how they got out of that, because it's always important to, you know, success is great, but how do you react to failure? And I think that's really causes the morale of a person, how you see their character. And so um, we had a, a number of contestants and uh, Gina out of Calgary, Othella, won the uh, bike and it was a Kawasaki Z650 naked bike that we gave to her today at Blockfoot. What was a bit about her story that, you chose her as the winner. Uh, I mean, I just felt sorry for her. Uh, you know, she's been through some bad times and, you know, she went through a bad divorce and she's a single mom and she wanted to really get back to riding and she hadn't ridden a bike for three years. And she always like said, like, you know, when I see these bikes go by in the summertime by my house, I start to cry. And, you know, it was just genuine. We had all our friends and family at Blackfoot. Blackfoot was great in supporting us. So you have to give a shout out to Ron Newman for help setting it up and uh, it was a great, she was very excited when she saw the bike and she's out of fabric glass and out of her world, okay? I'm not gonna lie, I got like goosebumps all over you talking about um, that story. I'm sure she was thrilled when she got into Blackfoot and understood what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she understood until the end. <laughs> I think her friends brought her down to say, let's look at some motocross bikes and then Ashley and her friend brought her into the back of Blackfoot and we said surprise with all our friends and family and we, you know, walked away and there was a big, nice, shiny Kawasaki bike there for her. Were there tears? Oh yeah, she was, she was out of, you know, she was quite uh, emotional about it, which is good to hear. I mean, I want to get people back into writing, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's got to be a good feeling for you, like to see firsthand the the joy that you're bringing other people with your generosity um, through Grover Law Firm, and mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing. I always see uh, every time I turn around, you're asking to get involved with something that's motorcycle related. It's like you have to have your hand in everything because you just want to be there supporting everyone, and it doesn't go unnoticed. So okay. thank you very much for that. We all thank appreciate you. it. All right. Well, thank you for recognizing it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just a joy for me to help out in the motorcycle community. Uh, you know, I've got a passion there, and it's always important to give back to the community that you love. No, for sure. I I, I agree. That's 
pretty much the reason why we started AMSS in the first place as well. But uh, I want to thank you, Steve, for your time today and all the information that you gave us, uh, all, all your personal tips about riding, as well as, you know, if you are injured in a motorcycle collision and you do need help, please reach out to Grover Law. They are there to support you the whole way through in any way that they can. To make sure that you don't miss any of our upcoming podcasts or listen to previous ones, make sure you follow us wherever you get your podcast ear candy. If there is a topic that you would like to see us cover or a guest that you think would be great for the show, let us know. How? Well, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, where you will also get more information on motorcycle safety and awareness, or reach out to us through our website at ab-amss.org. Always remember to ride smart, ride safe, and think bike. See you out on the road. 